0: Are you ready?
1: A shot of wrestling. Episode 154. And the way we go. Step up to the
2: break. We got MJP and Green Man. It's the reigning championship team. from my land to Japan.
0: the fans, let me hit the ground, pop, so take a shot Oh, yeah, so take a shot Oh, so take a
1: shot yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 154 of A Shot of Wrestling. I'm your host, at MichaelJPoddy.com Joining me again, my best friend in the whole world, Marshawn. Mark, how you doing? I'm doing great, my man. How are you doing? Not bad. Not bad. We're coming to your house, the palatial estate of Hollywood actor Marshawn. Thank you for coming, by the way. Last minute <laughs> change of plans. <laughs> yes, I yes. Got here, one shot, no detours, didn't get lost.
3: I'm so proud of you. Exactly. Actually, you, you hit up my door without the concierge letting me know or giving me a
1: text. And I was like, oh, whoa, he's here. He knows his way. I walk into the door. He goes, oh, party, let me know when I'm going to be on the podcast. So, you know, I'm recognizable already. Yeah. So, you just let me write up. Yeah. I could have came here and killed you. He wouldn't care.
3: Oh, no. He he loves me, that guy.
1: <laughs> Moments away from your birthday. How you feeling?
3: I'm feeling great. Yeah. People always ask me, like, yo, how are you feeling? Yo, oh, 33. I mean, that's a big one. But, I mean, first off, how is it big other than Jesus Christ died at the same age? I don't know if I should say that,
1: but. <laughs> the first thing my mother told me on my birthday. My birthday morning. She goes, oh, 33. That's the year Jesus died oh, Thought
3: what are you doing, for your brother? He sacrifices life for his.
1: I'm <laughs> he, getting he rose from the dead. You can't wake up of bed on time. Ugh. I'm getting drunk, mom.
3: What can I tell you? <laughs> I'm yeah. drinking the body of Christ or the, the blood of Christ. <laughs> no, I'm feeling great. You know, I mean, I think age is just a number. People hype up thirties like, oh, you gotta do this, you gotta do that. Oh, uh, blah blah blah. You know, I dude, honestly, I feel just better than I did when I was in my uh, when I was in my twenties. So I feel yeah, phenomenal. Age is just a number. It's how you feel. It's how I feel. I feel like I'm 87. 87? Yeah. Oh, are you huh. Benjamin Button? Yeah, my back hurts. My knees crack when I get up. Ugh. Oh, my God, man. That I means you got to take good care of yourself. I Now, now I sound like a, like your mother right now. Yeah. She's yeah. a little
1: prettier, though. <laughs> <laughs> Aw, he's a mama's boy. <laughs> Just came off doing our first Instagram Live pregame show. We did. That was fun. That was different. I, I enjoyed new, it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you to those who tuned in. Love your comments. To enter as many as possible, mm-hmm. green man was a little jealous, of course. He was
3: because the concierge didn't let him in, right? <laughs> he doesn't even know where to go. <laughs> yeah, that's what you get for knocking Yonkers, bro. Yeah, he was shitting on Yonkers. I know, my god, even off
1: air last week.
3: Did he really like after I left? Yeah, oh my god, y- you know what? I'm gonna send out a special invite to Green Man to Yonkers one day, and I could show him exactly where I live and show him, hey. It ain't so bad. It's really not. It's very nice. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. Thank you.
1: No, no. no, no, Thank you.
3: No, but thank you. We're going to do this the whole show.
1: That's what episode 164 is all about. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. It's about thank you. Thank you. Good day. Let's start the show. We always start the show with this week's wrestling replay. Survivor Series, November 17th, 2002. Madison Square Garden, New York, New York, in front of a crowd of 17,930. Big crowd. The Dudley Boys and Jeff Hardy defeated 3-Minute Warning and Rico in an Elimination Tables match in 14 minutes, 22 seconds. Billy Kidman defeated Jamie Noble to win the Cruiserweight Championship in 7 minutes, 29 seconds. Victoria Victoria defeated Trish Stratus in a hardcore match to win the Women's Championship in 7 minutes, 1 second. Big Show defeated Brock Lesnar to win the WWE Championship in 4 minutes, 18 seconds. Can you say that name again? Brock Lesnar. (laughs) Los Guerreros defeated Edge and Rey Mysterio in and Chris Benoit and Kurt Angle in a triple threat elimination tag team match to win the tag team championships in 19 minutes, 25 seconds.
0: And in your main event,
1: Shawn Michaels defeated Burger T, Chris Jericho, Kane, Rob Van Dam, Triple H to win the World Heavyweight Championship in 39 minutes, 20 seconds in their very first ever, the first of 22 elimination chambers. Wait, all 22? All 22. You don't say. A very coveted number. <laughs> very limited number of people. Uh, Michael Cole is trying his best to sell it. <laughs> Before we get into this, though, you're watching Survivor Series. Trish Stratus right now going against Victoria. Mm hmm. Yo, these girls are going at it, man. But it's on mute because, you know, we're recording, obviously, right? Of course, yeah. But we were into this match just for the, the promo video, and it was on mute. You're saying how great of a promo that was, right? The WWE, it, this goes to show for God knows how long. They've been putting together
3: these amazing video packages of like pr- uh, promoting the matches themselves. Yep. And like like Mike said, we were watching it on mute. And we're, I, I didn't remember this match until like they showed a video package. We're like, holy shit. I need to watch this.
1: We were about to record and then we just did it because we are too engrossed in the video package. Like, yeah. yeah, you could match. yeah it, it's, it's a good match. Yeah. It's a good match. So far, so good. Yeah. Even on mute
3: yeah but that, that's the family I mean, Victoria Trish Stratus they can always go you know they they were they were one of the top two female competitors yep. in the sport at the time, and you know they're putting on a very good match from what I'm seeing right now It's a hardcore match. I mean, heck, we haven't seen a hardcore match in today's age actually was that the first woman's hardcore match? I don't quote me. I have no idea actually Neither do
1: I. let's just say yes, and to our show, what are we going do
3: yeah, we can do whatever we want right i'm I'm the Hollywood saying I could do what I want, yes Correct look, Victoria, she's holding the Women's Championship. Good for her. Oh, she's a lot. I'm talking about this like it's happening right now. This is
1: like 2002. Hmm. Anyway, what were we talking about? we distracted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so this is the very first ever Elimination Chamber. Mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels came out in those weird, funky pants and tights. Yeah, I mean, dude, I
3: actually am a big Shawn Michaels fan, and I actually did not know that story that you told me off the air. Yeah,
1: from his book, the tights were supposed to be more elaborate, but they weren't done in time. So, you know, he had to go out what he had, which were half done UPS brown shit pants.
3: They were like the worst. I was always thinking, you know what? It's crazy. That was just like, what, his second pay-per-view back maybe? I think so, yeah. And and I was just like, those are like the worst tights I've ever seen in my life. Do you remember his first pay-per-view back? SummerSlam.
4: Where?
3: National Caliseum. I
1: was there. Oh, fuck you, man. I was living on Long Island at the time and I didn't go. (laughs) I'd like to say I saw Shawn Michaels' first match back. I saw his last match back at WrestleMania until he ruined it with that crown jewel crap. I don't count that, though. I don't count Mm. that. It was
3: pretty cool to see him back in the ring. I'm not going to lie. I'm a big Shawn Michaels mark. The match wasn't that bad. Still get to watch it. What's that? You haven't watched it? I haven't watched it yet. I don't need to. (laughs) <laughs> well, I did watch it, and it really wasn't that bad, but I, I really would have preferred if he hadn't come back just for – because, I mean, hell. I mean, he, he, it is past his time, unfortunately, to say, and then also the fact that Undertaker and Shawn Michaels put on a great retirement match for him back at WrestleMania. Oh, God. What, which WrestleMania was it? I'm blanking out. His retirement much? Yeah. Uh,
1: 26. 26. Thank you. I was there for that too. God damn you. Yeah. <laughs> That was Survivor Series in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Good pay-per-view. Yeah. Uh, it, seems, it, seems like it was a good one. Pretty solid. It seems like it was a pretty good one, yeah. Did you watch the Grammys? You said a big whopping no because you hate the Grammys? I hate the Grammys. Explain this.
3: Listen, okay, it's the worst award show out there. Plus, you know, Ten I choice awards. I'd rather watch that than the Grammys. The Grammys, they never get it right. They're like five years behind. And you know what? If I'm going to be perfectly honest right now. Please. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna sound my age. I don't know half these fuckers. I I, 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 I don't know. Like I I, I don't ca- I I don't care. I don't care.
1: I don't get it either. No, as, I, as I get older, I'm do the same thing. Like who's this person? Like I'm not into rapper hip hop hip hop at all.
3: I mean, you heard me last week. I didn't know who, the, who fucking half those people were at the halftime show. Both of them. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Paul with the long ponytail talking to Brock Lesnar. Oh my
3: dude! Wow, Brock Lesnar looks like slim actually. There, Michael Cole looking so young. Yo, he's getting fat. By the way, <laughs> can I say that? Yeah, he can, he can too. He I mean, it's me desk. Right? I, I just did actually. You no, know, he's getting fat right now. For a second, Brock Lesnar kind of looks like Sid
1: Vicious right there. Yeah, see it? Looks like Sid. Oh, the eyes. Yeah, yeah. This is horrible radio because people aren't watching this. Uh, they should watch us. Let's get into our weeks. Start out with me. Meeting Charlie Caruso. Loved yeah. love my life. It was fantastic.
3: I saw a picture of that. How tall is she? Because you looked like the not, Jolly Green Man Giant next to her.
1: She's not tall at all. She's not tall at all, but it, she's beautiful. Beautiful.
3: Is she like
1: over five feet? She's probably 5'2". Like 5'2". Five two. Five two, okay. She's barely over the mark then. Beautiful woman. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. We had a connection. felt a spark between us. Did you? Yeah. I don't, it's think great. She, I don't think she did, but it's fine. Did you write her a Valentine's Day card? thought about it. Did you really? I didn't want to be that weird. What would have you said? Um, hit me up at Michael J. Putty. Or dial it up, 619-343-3005. But now I feel like you know, she's here. That's, that's that's
3: your line? That's your opening line? It
1: works like two out of a hundred times. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to have to work on this off, off the air here. Met Sunny as well. The beautiful Sunny. Sunny! The woman who, the lingerie and bikinis and those raw magazines. Oof. I, I remember
3: those. Yes, Great those time. were the
1: days. Great times, there were sunny days. I met these beautiful, beautiful, sexy women. You saw a bunch of mean girls on Broadway. I did, so did I, I, oh look, did look there. what you did there. Boom, they good job. Them. If you missed our live Instagram pre show we talked about it, but'll talk about it here for those of you who missed it. Mm-hmm. Mean girls on Broadway. how was it now it's funny i I'm not really a
3: Broadway person, which is surprising since I'm an actor. Uh, people are always like, "You're oh, watching that, yeah, yeah." You're like, "Oh, you don't go see Broadway shows like all the time." No, I don't because I don't like Broadway. And Why not? Uh, here's my thing: like, most of it is musicals, right? I can get behind plays, uh, but the musicals, as far as that goes, I I have a hard time believing them because it's just like, "Oh, my father died, so I'm just going to sing about it now." I'm like, "What? <laughs> that doesn't make sense." But um, Mean Girls, they did an excellent job. I have to say, it, it seemed like the cast really had a good time performing, too, and I had a good time watching them do their thing. And uh, I, I'm not going to lie, I am a fan of the movie, and they stayed true to it while evolving in a way, as well. It, it was it was really cool. What did your fiancé think? She loved it, too. Yeah, and then afterwards, we had a nice little dinner, and uh, we called it a
1: day. Some dessert?
3: I, I, we had dessert. I don't know what else you're trying to imply. This is my fiance. She's in the next room. Do you want her to kill you? <laughs> Sometimes. She'll Ronda Rousey your ass.
1: <laughs> nice.
3: She'll Ronda Rousey my ass. <laughs> I mean, who, who am I kidding here? She probably has a couple times. <laughs> probably. I'm not going to tell. What else is going on? What else is going on? Well, really, we're, we're playing for BCW's big anniversary show, March 22nd. Looking forward to that. And it's going to be huge. Uh, it's not me quoting Donald Trump or anything, but it, it's going to be a huge deal because honestly,
1: we're going to take our feud to a whole other level and we're going to end this once and for all. BcW's third anniversary, coming back to Queens, no longer in the Bronx, which is fantastic for me. It's fantastic, I think, for a lot of people. <laughs> but it's right next door to you, though, right? More inconvenience for you.
3: Listen, man, like nothing's an inconvenience for me because I have my
1: own driver. That's right. complain about that. <laughs> Hollywood lifestyle, huh? Hollywood
3: lifestyle, my man. It's bad for Pepe.
1: Pepe? I thought, was, I thought it was Jorge.
3: It changes every week, you know? I mean, sometimes they don't get there as fast as I want to be, and uh, I fire their ass. So, I mean, what can I say, you know?
1: Man, badass here. Tough guy.
3: Like, listen, I'm a nice guy in real life, but you know what? I need to be a place at a certain time, and if you don't do what you got to do to get me there, then guess
1: what? Someone else will. Right, relax. Think, I'm, I'm think, relaxing. Think, I'm cool. Take a breather. I'm cool. I'm just saying. Just do your job. As you were telling your story, you know, I zoned out. Uh, you're a Dick. But next week we're off for my birthday.
3: See, I don't get this. See, we're here for my birthday. In your house. In my house.
1: Yeah. And I'm leaving. And I'm done. But next week I have to come, stay, edit it, put everything together. I just want to, you know, get drunk on my birthday. I mean, I, I just, I just don't get it. I mean, but I didn't ask you to get it.
3: I mean, putty respect. Putty, you. Putty, it just sounds like you just don't want to give the fans what they want.
1: Wow, you all there, huh?
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, I get it. It's your birthday. You gotta celebrate your day, and
1: I'm with I mean, you. Green with man that. can do it if he wants. Green man can do the show if he wants.
3: Yeah, Green man.
1: I know you're listening. A couple of Yonkers to do the show with Mark Schwann. Do it up, my man. Next week marks the third anniversary of a shot of wrestling. Three years. Crazy. Wow. Usually have more on top of this, but it just came up really quickly this year. So happy three-year anniversary to us, Shot of Wrestling. Cheers to that. Cheers. Cheers.
3: Can they hear the glass chinks now? Mm-hmm.
1: Ah, so refreshing. I felt like three years right there. Three years, here's to many more here at a Shot of Wrestling. Congratulations. Thank you. Because I remember that you mentioned the BCW third anniversary. Right. Right. So we we're just a couple of weeks older than BCW. What are you trying to say? Nothing. <laughs> but a big part of BCW. Are you your saying you're BCW's bigger brother? stop cutting me off. How many shots have you had? More than you. I got to drive. I am responsible. I don't have a peppy driver to drive you <laughs> <me> home. <laughs> that's your problem, not mine. <laughs> but a big part of BCW's success has been America's favorite agent, AJ Penn. Pan. Mm, yes. One of the voices after Pete Rosado on commentary. A staple, ringside managing the Pan Corp Agency, PCA. His next stop, you know, here. I Rossing. I think one of his first rare interviews we had with AJ Pan. Should be a good listen then. Looking forward to it myself. It's a Green Man. Take it away.
4: Family, welcome to another exciting edition of A Shot of Wrestling, the interviews. If you have not done so already, follow us on all forms of social media at A Shot of Wrestling on Facebook and Instagram and Shot of Wrestling No A on Twitter. You can also email us at inbox at com or dial it up 619-343-3005 and leave your comments on A Shot of Wrestling hotline. Now we say it time and time again that wrestling brings us together and today is no different today we are joined by America's favorite agent a J Pan welcome to a shot of wrestling. I've
2: been waiting for this over for quite a while to be on this show with you guys, and wow, it finally happened. very excited to see how this is going to go.
4: Hell yeah, it is finally happening, and I would suggest to all our listeners to get your favorite drink and just sit back, relax, and enjoy this conversation because I have a lot to get off my chest and off my mind, and and, and I want to learn a little bit more about AJ Pan. But first and foremost I have to say that if it was not for AJ Penn I would never have gotten an opportunity to do commentary for BCW and for that my man thank you very much. Anytime
2: my brother and you know I'm glad you're saying this cuz Pete Rosado, the fool, he always like to take credit for that so I'm glad you're actually saying Listen you AJ Penn picked... was the one the mastermind behind that. That
4: anniversary you picked me up from obscurity out in the fence, I don't know how you 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 pinpointed this green guy. And You're like, hey, this guy needs to come on commentary. Um, uh, I, I have to share with, this with you because I don't think I've I don't even think I've shared it on the podcast before. But I interviewed Mike Law and Pete Rosado early on in our coming of of the podcast, and, and they spoke so highly of you. I had to learn more about who AJ Pan was. Now, fast forward a year later, I know why they had so much respect for you. Um, so I'm very happy to call myself an AJ pan guy, but you know, the podcast took its life of its own and we had some more opportunities. So we haven't really gotten an opportunity to sit down and chat, but I'm grateful that tonight's the night. Um, so are you ready?
2: Oh yeah. I'm definitely excited. For this. <laughs> All right. Well, you mix together wrestling, you mix together shots, you mix together my good friend. Could be a deadly combination, but a fun one.
4: That's <laughs> what it's all about. Um, share with us how you got involved in, in professional wrestling.
2: Um, I've been a fan since Wrestle nineteen ninety. I was at WrestleMania six. That was my first time watching uh, pro wrestling. Funny story. Uh, I was. I never. I didn't even know what wrestling was. My dad is a huge boxing fan. So uh, one night I was flipping through the channels with my mother, and it was Saturday Night Plain event. It was Hulk Hogan versus Randy Savage with James Buster Douglas as the guest referee. Mm. So I'm, I'm like, oh, I said, that's, that's the guy that daddy likes. That's a boxer. And I'm watching this unfold. <laughs> and I just got mystified by the characters and the storylines. And my mom, she was a uh, youth soap opera fan. So once I started learning about it, it mixed, you know, the two worlds together of sports and, you know, the storytelling. And the rest there was history of how I fell in love with it. I followed, you know, I looked up uh, Channel 5 at the time when they had WWF Superstars and Wrestling Challenge on the weekend. And the more I flipped through channels, I got turned on, you know, WCW Saturday Night on CBS. I'm like, oh, this is, another, is this another show of WWF? No, is it another company? They do something differently, more geared towards actual wrestling? Okay. And it just evolved from there. And I just became a huge passion of mine. I did whatever I could to uh, whatever I learn at that time you know there was no internet and anything so I do have to thank a great friend of mine who passed away uh, Georgie Macropolis.
0: Mm-hmm. He was
2: a big writer of, uh, on web- on uh, onewrestling.com when it was up. Uh, she had her own newsletter for years. she ran the Bruno San Martino fan club so we became you know great friends and she's the one who slowly got me into the business meeting different pro wrestlers, different promoters bringing me to different shows, independent shows like NWA New Jersey with Dennis Corluzzo ran it, the original ECW Arena, and I just did whatever I could. I learned I helped do merchandise with ECW when they were in uh, New York. Oh, wow. You know, did Polaroids in the ring, you know, with guys like Tito Santana, Nikolai Volkoff, just helped running stuff back and forth. I wrote articles for the newsletters and the websites, just soaking in whatever I could at the time mm-hmm. to eventually hopefully get my name in the door. Years later, you know, did an opportunity arose to finally, you know, uh, become a ring announcer for the now defunct FWE in 2011, and that was the start of really doing this more concurrently.
4: Okay. Now, since then, a lot a lot of more opportunities have come your way, and you're very heavily involved with a lot of promotions currently. One of them, obviously, BCW. Um, how did that relationship come about?
2: Uh, actually, uh, through Pete Rosado, which is funny because years earlier, the rever- the roles were reversed. Excuse me. Um, he was uh, just a fan, you know, enjoying the shows, and a gentleman he used to work with out in uh, the UK, Chris Kelly. They had a podcast, and they would always contact us and see if, you know, we could get them some interviews with some of the uh, top stars that we had on the show, and they seemed like nice guys, so, and, you know, we were we wanted to give everybody a shot since we were the new company, and we wanted, you know, to get our name out and, you know, return the favor, and one day, Chris couldn't make it, and Pete was there, and we met, and... <laughs> you know, because he likes to talk a lot, but at the time, <laughs> he stayed a little quiet. <laughs> he stayed quiet, and, you know, he looked, he, he observed everything he knew, you know, what to take notes, but he just became enthralled, and he did some interviews there. Uh, then he became a uh, photographer of sorts. Mm-hmm. He started part-time, you know, at uh, Five Burrows Wrestling, and then he just he started learning more and more of the business. So I, I gave him, you know, a little bit of a break, and then once he, BCW started, he's like, you know, I want to bring you in if you're available. Okay. I did not work for a while just due to my scheduling with, you know, other companies and finally when, I think they were doing Saturdays most of the time when they finally moved to Friday, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. I was
2: able to be like, I'm available this day. He's like, great, I want you to come in, meet everybody, do commentary, we'll see how it goes from there and, you know, we have a lot of your guys on shows, so, you know, this is your chance to be the Bobby Heenan that you wanted to be. all
4: right. All right. <laughs> I mean, you ended the year with Azriel. Unfortunately, he didn't end 2018 with the strap, but you guys got a chance to go and get your rematch at WrestleCade. Tell me about that whole weekend, the experience that you had, because that is a big accomplishment.
2: That, that was a fantastic weekend. That was on the radar for a couple of years. Like I said, that was actually on the bucket list. I got to cross that out. Um, that, you know, that was an amazing experience. I didn't realize how big it was. Like, it's actually one of the biggest wrestling weekends besides Mania Week. Like, it was fantastic. And so many wrestlers converge. It was great to catch up with old friends, meet some new people, become friends, make some more contact. Uh, it was overwhelming uh, a little bit, you know. when we got to being in North Carolina and having the BCW Showcase match for the heavyweight championship. North Carolina, you know, hey, you know us and we walked out there, and some people knew about 1,500 people, but at the end of 10, 12 minutes, people were eating out of the palm of our hands. Yeah. and it was great to hear from everybody, for me, for Ash, for Darius Carter, to get that reaction and to know we could do that within 10, in a, in a totally different wrestling crowd. So the New York crowd and the North Carolina crowd are very different.
4: How how different are they? What are the differences?
2: The New York the New York crowd. I'm going to say it. I think they're just they kind of spoiled.
0: Hell They've yeah, they're have done we're so
2: much in the Northeast, and they don't appreciate sometimes. You know, just sitting back and they want they want to know too much. They want to peek behind the curtain a little too much. Like, but then in North Carolina, it's still kind of old school. Okay. Like, you know, they, they watched it. They were a little quiet at the beginning. And as soon as they realized, okay, Darius is the asshole. But wait a minute. This guy, AJ Pan, looks like a sleeve. all the <laughs> hard worker. So they got everything down. They picked their sides. And they got into like, okay. Like, they got into all the moves, the great wrestling, the characters. And they slowly got into it. And then listening to that and getting in made us more excited. And you know something like you know that, that's great. Where sometimes in wrestling they want, I mean in the Northeast they they won't give you that chance. They're like ah you know who are these two guys? They don't know who they are. You know let's bring out uh whoever, you know Matt Seidel, whoever's supposed to be on the card, whoever's you know that that big name we want to yeah. see do you know a shooting star. When they won't give others a chance. Where they had a, on on the first night of Wrestlecade the showcase of champions. A lot of people were just people from that area that okay we're familiar with the story. We know who these guys are.
4: Was there now? You you mentioned through, throughout our, our time together that there's a lot of people that you've come in front of that as a little kid you admired, you saw on TV, you know, pretty cool moments. Is there anyone that you still get starstruck by?
2: I'd have to say Terry Funk was was the big one for me. Yeah, because I would followed him for a long time, and you know he comes off as as this gruff guy, and you know, seven years old, he's still doing moon, you know moonsaults and flips on barricades. And like this, SOB is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I had the chance to ring announce uh, one of the first House of Hardcore shows up here in New York, and I was really, and was, yeah. And it was supposed to be one of his final matches. Was, wow! Excuse me, his final time tag teaming with Tommy Dreamer.
0: Mm. So I
2: there was a convention earlier in the day, and I I I, ran, I saw him. I ran into him, and I was like, "Excuse me, Mr. Punk." I said, "You know, I just wanted to introduce myself. You know, I'm AJ, I'm going to be bringing out things. You know, House of Hardcore tonight." And he pulled me aside, took my hand, big a smile, and he's like, oh, it's so great, kid. We're going to have a good time tonight.
4: Oh, my gosh. And then his
2: match happens, and, of course, he kills himself. He starts doing all this crazy <laughs> stuff. He's bleeding. And after afterwards, uh, me and Jordan, who was the head of FWE, um, he was doing commentary. And <laughs> funny story, Sandman leaves his case of beer by them. Oh. So... So he's, so he's like, hey, you know, show's over. You want to grab a beer, Jordan? I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? So we go back to the locker room. He has what I have when a Terry Funk comes in, and he's drinking one. Okay. So he puts his arm around me, and I'm like, oh, my God. And he's has you know, that booming voice of his, and he gives a speech to the whole locker room. Oh,
0: my God. Congratulating
2: them. And he's like, yeah, this is the future of the business. Please, we got to keep it going Forever. Forever, and they we'll all start chanting, and I'm in awe. We're standing to Terry Park with beers in our hands. I'm wow! Like, oh my God, this is this is like freaking me out right now. it's <laughs> a solid moment!
4: Hell yeah! Just like, listen to it, bro. Oh my God, just yeah, listen bro. to it. it. Wow, that's fucking awesome, man. <laughs> moments so that, like that—that was
2: my—that that was, my, that was my big one, I would say. Yeah.
4: Ah, oh, moments like that—it's what wrestling's all about. It's that emotion. Everybody coming together, like wrest- Like we say it all the time: wrestling brings us all together. So, you've been to WrestleK, You've been to a lot of other wrestling conventions. Have you been to comic book conventions, like uh, Comic Cons and stuff like that?
2: You know, I went uh, when I was young. I didn't know too much about it. Just on a start of the moment, me and my mom went to one, but I've never been to it now that it's so huge. I would like to go to one maybe this year or next year. I know it's now so hard to get into. You gotta like, you know, book it five years in advance almost. <laughs> it's like a timeshare almost now. <laughs>
4: there there's a lot of weird rules. I I'm not one to go to it. Um I haven't gone to one yet. I've been wanting to, but every time the time comes around I'm like, wait a second, you get a random email. That then tells you you have to go online and wait in a queue for a random spot, and you may get a ticket, you may not. It's absurd. It's absurd. You know? Yeah. It's a Find a bigger like, building. What, what do you mean? Like I? Yeah. Um, like, I,
2: you know, I want to give you. I want to give you money. Take my money. <laughs> and sell me a ticket. That's it. What, what do you mean a random? You may or may not. What is this? <laughs> if,
4: if, if Vince McMahon could work from arenas to stadiums because people wanted to give him his money for a WrestleMania then then you should be able to find a bigger venue for Comic-Con, you know?
2: Yeah, and they, and they, yeah, and they do the Javits Center. Like, come on. And then they like, do it, it in, like, together. four days.
4: Like, you know, but it yeah, all sells out? Are you kidding me? Yeah, I mean, come on. Like,
2: you know, these guys are almost like the, the, the fire promotion people. <laughs> <laughs> get your act uh, together, Comic-Con.
4: So wrestling conventions, comic book conventions, porn conventions. This is something I really want to talk about because you have also – Kind of have friends and, and, and alliances in that world, so fill us in on on that.
2: You know, it started out. Uh, you know, years ago, a very good friend of mine, friend of mine, passed away. Uh, Damian on um, that he used to work for CW. We had talked for years about doing AVN. I was much younger at the time, so, you know, that wasn't going to happen at that time, and, you know, just the fun. But then a couple of years ago, a good friend of mine told me that they have a smaller one in New Jersey. So if you wanted to come check it out, you know, come with me. So I'm like, oh, you know, okay, something to experience. Okay. The more people think, you know, I, I never was into it that much, but I knew a couple of people. So I'm like, oh, I know so-and-so, so-and-so, check it out, mm-hmm. just to see the experience. And, you know, just to me, I just walked around, and, okay, this is, this is fun, this is different. And later on that night, you know, they had after party and that's where AJ Pan comes alive, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I started talking to random people and but one of the girls I didn't even know who she was at the time. She just had she walked in, she had board shorts on and a Nirvana shirt. And I'm you know having right. a shot. I'm like, Oh, hey, I love you know, I love I love your shirt. Nirvana's awesome. It's like, Oh really? And we're just we ended up talking most of the night and that was my foot in the door to start meeting more people and now I shoot some of their um, their their award shows when they're in Jersey. Really? Chicago. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, one of my good friends is uh, Johnny Goodluck and his wife uh, Draven Starr, and whenever they're in town, you know, we hang out for the weekend. You know, they've crashed in my house. They've been great friends of mine. Uh, it's very, very, very odd that it's not odd, but it's a different lifestyle, but it's fun. It's fun to be around. I mean, I'm not going to lie about that.
4: <laughs> when I started following your, your like Facebook and, and starting to learn a little bit more in research, of course, for this interview, I, I picked that up. And then I'm like, wait a second. We've seen like, comic books and wrestling come together. And in the past, you know, during the Attitude Era, we did see that porn side and, like, the Playboy mix with the WWE and that form of entertainment. Why can't we see that again?
2: And it's funny. A lot of, a lot of the girls, and some you know, they're into pro wrestling. And it's funny that, you know,
4: really? once I've
2: learned that. And, yeah, Lexi Bell's a huge pro wrestling fan. We spent all, we were all at Chicago. We were at, we were at the after party. And we were talking about a half hour about, you know, pro wrestling. And it was amazing how knowledgeable she was.
4: Wow, that's, that's, that's kind of hot, though. Like, it is it's how do you control yourself you, you got a, a beautiful woman in front of you talking about wrestling regardless of what her profession is that's pretty hot
2: yeah i mean that's what it was i was so mesmerized that she knew that i could like talk to her and i just like i could stare at her and talk about wrestling like, wow this is, this is really <laughs> damn cool right now
4: <laughs> have you ever seen anybody walking down the street in an aj pan shirt
2: I have not, Not yet. that needs to happen. So, you know, hey, I still have shirts available. You people could, you know, buy them at, you know, various wrestling shows, you know.
4: <laughs> you have one of the, you have a few of the coolest shirts that I've seen. I own one personally that that uh Johnny Walker. Like, who designed that? That, that was a brilliant idea.
2: Uh, I mean, my brainchild and the uh, great work of uh John Kel I, I I forgive forgive me if I pronounce your name wrong. John John Kelcher. Mm. Uh, great guy out of, you know, the Delaware area and yeah, I just gave him the idea, and I, you know, gave him a picture of the Johnny Walker bottle and a, you know, promo I took of myself. This is what I want. I love it. You know, a couple of days later, I was like, wow, this is actually amazing. I better than I ever thought it would be.
4: Yeah, that's someone we may need to contact because it it sounds like a match made in heaven with a shot of wrestling. You know, new shirts yeah, will be coming out soon. I'm sure. Is there anything that you want to let the world know about AJ Pan that they may not know yet?
2: Um, I think I've let everything out with you today more than I have with anybody. (laughs) Um, no, you know, just that I I love professional wrestling. It's one of my biggest passion in the world right now. And you know, I thank everybody out there who's ever cheered, booed, and just come out to support the product. It's definitely appreciated. You know, some some people you might see, you know, maybe they don't appreciate the fans and all that, but you definitely, you know, you guys are what bring us here, and you 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 let us live our dreams and can't thank you guys enough for that it's always a great feeling to walk out and you know get that get that reaction get that heat and then afterwards people coming up to you afterwards and you know telling you like how much you helped them enjoy the night and you know got them away from whatever they're going through and you know just stuff like that you know it makes you know humbles me a bit and takes me out like wow you know that was me you know 10 15 years ago and now get to doing it for other people It's, it's an amazing feeling
4: it truly, truly is. Thank you for bringing us along for the ride that you're on. Um, if anybody wants to join you on this ride, where could they follow you on on social media?
2: You could follow me on Twitter at ajpan underscore and also Instagram at ajpanpc.
4: <laughs> All right, stay tuned. We got last call still coming up.
2: You don't want to go anywhere because at the end of the episode. It's time for Last Call, and you always know A.J. Pan is always ready. Well, he doesn't like Last Call, but he's ready for a couple more shots.
1: (laughs) It's In the News with Michael J. Putty.
3: Great interview. Love, A.J. You know what? I shit on Green Man a lot,
1: but he does a good interview. That will give him credit for. AJ Penn always stops by, Shot Wrestling, every time we do a BCW show. By then, I'm usually drunk off my ass. So, <laughs> Confession. Appreciate, appreciate him dealing with my drunken rambling. Usually asking the same question like three times. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, AJ, yeah. what happened in the main event? You were here, Mike. <laughs> no, no, but what happened? What's the future of PCA? <laughs> oh, man, it's awesome. But, like, what's the future for PCA? You know, shit like that. But now he has a full sober. Conscious interview with our green men the full unedited interview available on our youtube a shadow wrestling so definitely check it out Interview you do not want to miss the news ready oh, i'm ready let's do it unfortunately we'll start with some sad news former wwf world champion pedro morales died this week at the age of 76 yeah
3: no no that, that was definitely a
1: hard one for this week uh they, they, he's done so much for the industry it's not even funny his career began in the 50s he, he wrestled for decades. He he wrestled in promotions such as Mid-Pacific, NWA, AWA, of course, New Japan. February 1971, he became the fourth man to ever hold the WWWF World Heavyweight Championship, defeating Ivan Kolov. His, his reign lasted 1,027 days. Oh, that's amazing. You know, that's a different era, obviously. Oh, completely. It'll never happen again. He lost the title in December 1973. However, in the 80s, he won the Intercontinental Championship and the Tag Team Championships, becoming the... First ever triple crown champion in WWF. Not many people talk about that. Actually, not many people do it all. He was inducted to the Hall of Fame in 1995. Well deserved. And he holds the record for the most combined IC championship days, holding the title for a combined 619. So it's a big name you don't mention. as one of the greats. He's left out of that conversation. He really is. I don't know why. Different era. People don't know too much about the old guys. Mm, I don't know. I mean, I mean, how many how many times do we
3: talk about like you know Buddy Rogers? You know, we we talk about. Uh, Chief, uh, Chief Wahoo, um, we talk about Dusty, I mean, we talk about all the greats from back then, and Pedro doesn't really get enough love. Nope, but he's in the Hall of Fame, well-deserved. Yeah, well-deserved, you know, but so is Coco Beware, so... That's fucked up. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, am I, am
1: I uh, not allowed to speak my mind? But I believe in the early onset of the Hall of Fame, they weren't really a ceremony as it is now. They just No, announced. I mean, they've
3: made a big deal, they've made it like the NFL Hall of Fame now.
1: They just announced they're in the Hall of Fame, remember... And then they did a video packing, that was it. There's no there was no speech. There was no award. There's no ringer. Plan. Yeah. But um yeah, condolences to him and his family. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No the news. Jimmy Uso was arrested. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Uso penitentiary. Whole new meaning of that, huh? That's <laughs> a drunken dispute with the cops in Detroit. Oh my god, like why? Why would you do that? He like he squared up with one of them. Yeah, his wife Naomi was driving down the wrong way of a one-way street. The cops pulled her over. He got out of the car, unprovoked. The car reeked of the alcohol, the cops say. Took off his shirt and his jacket. Yeah. bone head up on They wanted him to fight. The police were feared for his life. Took out his taser gun. He, you know, he settled down, he calmed down, and finally, but he was arrested. I mean, not for nothing. I mean,
3: even if you don't know who he is or if you do know who he is, he's a big dude. I mean, I'd be intimidated by that, too, if I saw him, like, wadding out on me. And it's squaring up to me. I'm like, all
1: right, well, got to do what I got to do now. You're some drunk asshole trying to take his shirt off and try to fight me. Right. I'm like, okay, calm down. You yeah. get, you're getting arrested. you charged with disorderly conduct and obstruction.
3: Your wife was driving down the wrong side of the road. I mean, come on. You have no defense. But they said the car reeked of alcohol. And, she wasn't, and, and she and wasn't arrested.
1: So, I mean, it was all him who was drunk off his ass? I don't know. Maybe
3: maybe they try to save her. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he, he, he does love her. I mean, I can't the point deny that. she was drunk or doing something, and he tried to... And maybe, maybe that was his last ditch effort to try and save her, which kudos to him for doing oh, that. chivalrous. Good job, Jimmy. I mean, I'm assuming. I don't know. But... I, I'll, I'll go with that. But still. I, it... Do you think he'll be punished, and if so, what way? Well, his brother got in trouble a while ago, too, and nothing really happened with nothing. him. I mean, not that I remember. I, mean... I think
1: Jeff Hardy got in trouble a while ago, and nothing happened with him.
3: Right, right. He was drunk. He didn't do anything really illegal,
1: right? He just got into a cop's face.
3: That's pretty bad, especially for the PG era and with the sponsors and they, everything they like that. They cuffs on him, put him in a drunk tank. I'm sure everything was fine. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I mean, didn't Jack, Jack Swagger got in pretty big trouble too before his big WrestleMania push? Remember that? Barely, yeah. Yeah, and, and nothing really happened. I thought, I thought they were going to take away his WrestleMania match actually after that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I remember that. And, and it didn't happen. And here we are. You know the Usos getting in trouble. One of the Usos getting in trouble right before a tag, their tag team match, which I really think—I I think they're going to win the belts really? at, at Elimination Chamber. Okay. Although we do have one more uh, pay per view before WrestleMania Fastlane, so I don't know. I, I don't see it happening now. I don't see them winning now. I don't see. I didn't see it happening before either, but I, I feel like it could have happened. This will find out in the weeks to come, huh?
0: Yeah.
1: Well, well, no. Yeah. Wait. When is Elimination Chamber? I'm drunk. This something, but if he gets punished, we'll find out in the next couple of oh, weeks. Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll find out, yeah. Ooh, how many figures I'm holding up? 50. Yeah, well, pretty good. Yeah. And other news. It's weird. How do you have 50? <laughs> Since you're drunk, hopefully we can burn right through this. AEW's in the news. Woo! AEW's first show, Dollar Nothing, sold out. In four minutes. The pre-sale sold out with 30 minutes, with a report of 40,000 fans trying to get tickets, but the rest of the tickets went on sale to the general public. They sold out in four minutes. God damn right. Everybody's talking about AEW. Everyone's getting hard. And creaming their pants about AEW. Do you feel that? No. Do you feel I, that? But I heard it. That, that's I, I that's hear. me. I can hear it. That's me. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> now, our good friends over at RussellTalk.com have reportedly talked to a close source within AEW and revealed their schedule of events going forward. Yeah, this is, this, is a, this is a rumor, but yeah. has it! May 25th is Double or Nothing. Mm-hmm. In June of 2019, there's going to be a show somewhere in the United States. In July of 2019, there's going to be an unnamed show in Jacksonville with portions of the proceeds going to anti-gun crimes, charities. I think that's awesome. In August 2019, they go across the pond to the Royal Albert Halls in London. Smart move. September 2019, All Out, the official sequel of All In. Woo! And the full official launch of the brand, leading to October 2019 of their weekly TV tapings. Which is interesting because what else happens in October as far as TV and wrestling? Uh, Hell in a Cell. Smackdown goes to uh, Fox. Probably there's some sort of structure here do you I mean you said it was just rumor you don't care about this at all you I know mean, you're the AEW guy here
3: i mean i'm the type of person i believe it when i see it i mean there's been a lot of rumors that fly around in the wrestling world i mean hell one day sasha banks is not going to be an elimination chamber next day she is i mean rumors are just flying right now i mean hell someone breathes right now wrong in the wwe and right away oh my god that person's going to go to aew i mean listen it's fun right now to speculate but let's just take it easy is
1: it because what's not fun about speculating is Batista.
3: <laughs> well, I, I think I think really what's happening is Chris Jericho is going to be in the new Dune movie. I, I, so that's, that's what I'm thinking from that picture I saw. But hell, I'm speculating. Or maybe
1: Batista really is going to AEW. What do you do, Mike? What do you do? Well, i on the air. If if AEW wants my viewership, they'll sign Batista. I'd say that as a joke. We know that WWE listens. i someone in AEW listens as well because now they're fucking with me.
3: Well, there you go. You should be flattered. This is our third year of Shot of Wrestling, and guess what? AEW is listening.
1: He is currently weighing both options an offer from the WB and allegedly an offer from AEW. You know, back to the root, is, he's just turned 50. He's still 50 50, even if he wants to come to the ring at all. Honestly, if I'm AEW, I don't sign him. So I posted this on our social media. It's A Shot of Wrestling, Instagram, and Facebook. Shot of Wrestling, no A on Twitter. It took me a long time to create this logo. Like, this is myself, this icon. The image, I made it myself. That's it's really nice. Well done. From scratch. Look at you. Realized I probably should have put a watermark on it because probably people stole it. I did such a great job. Props to me. Got 1,066 likes on our Instagram alone. You're an Instagram whore. Look the, at you. Let's just read some random comments here. Okay. Surprisingly, it was 50-50. Mm-hmm. A lot of people wanted him to go to AEW. A lot of people want to go to the WWE. J.C83, WWE, he isn't the type of star I imagined for AEW. Right. No, I agree. Ben Dot Burgess, if y'all think he's going to AEW, then y'all tripping. I agree with that agree, as well. I agree with that one. Get out, underscore of my way, AEW. He's done everything he could do in a WWE. That's interesting.
3: Yeah, but uh, what is there for him to do at AEW? I mean, as much as I as I love the idea about AEW, someone like Batista, I feel like would be the wrong type of person for their business. It wouldn't be a fit for either one, for AEW or Batista. I mean, Batista, he really doesn't have anything left to do at AEW, to Mm -mm. prove. But he hasn't been happy with the the negotiations in the past, while WWE's been treating him in the past. True. I mean, if he really does want to get back in the ring and and have more creative control, maybe. I mean, that's an outlet for him. But you know what? With Triple H seeming to take more reins of what's going on in WWE, I mean, Triple H and Batista are boys. So, I mean, one can imagine maybe they'll have like one... Last match at WrestleMania, who knows? Maybe they give him the, the good deed and have him have like a nice retirement match. That was supposed to happen this year. I mean, right. Triple H is hurt. So that's up in the air right oh, now. Triple H is training apparently like a beast. I mean, like an animal. The dude is a machine. J-A underscore Mulholl. Didn't he die in Avengers? No, he didn't. No, we did. he? I forget now. Yeah, I think so. So many people died. I can't keep track of this. But, anyway, going back to my argument, though, I mean, AEW, I mean, why would they want Batista? I mean, they're going for a younger, uh, a younger generation of wrestlers. I mean, yes, so they, they need, have Chris Jericho, who is a, a marquee player, but they don't need Batista. Batista, like you said, is 50 years old. What else can he do for how long of a run for
1: AEW? Carrot Mouse? AEW, I'll pay extra if he goes there. Please stop. Eddie the Conductor, absolutely go to AEW. He's given WWE every opportunity to do something with him, and they just waste them. You see how quickly they jump when they learn he's going to AEW. AEW is best for him, the Swaggeroni. What, what
3: What do you oh, picture no. him doing if he goes to AEW? What, what What do you see him doing? I mean, does he work with uh, Kenny Omega? Does he work with Chris Jericho? I What do you see him doing per se over there?
1: Car.Marcus dot Marcus, answer your question. Well, all caps. I think you felt like you're yelling at me though. I don't Don't do all caps, please. <laughs> well, Batista is getting older, and I see him having a creative role in Elite Wrestling, and why not? He can talk to the young guys and school them about wrestling business. I see him in all elite wrestling with a great role there. So I see Batista in all elite wrestling. He's thinking more of go there as a creative mentor type. Does Batista want
3: that, though? Because Batista, he, it seems like his focus right now is more in the Hollywood movies. And I can't blame him because he's doing very well with that. I mean, does he want to take on a role as far as mentoring people, mentoring young people? or just so, so. Or does he just want... Uh,
1: one off two off matches i think just like he wants to mentor be someone people look up to him and respect and go for advice but i don't think he's going to do Is that. that speculation or is that what he said? It's my feeling. Is your feeling? Oh, that's one of big batista fan. <laughs> you don't know though because
3: you know with his schedule right now i mean his career is blowing up in the hollywood yeah, so world
1: you just start with aw and go whatever you can or just have people call him up or i don't know i, I have don't have people go to him
3: I don't necessarily see him taking on that role or or wanting that role even. I could be wrong. I just don't see that being a fit. I mean, certain people can't do that. Chris Jericho, I think that's why he's there at AEW, honestly, to compete and and play that mentor role. And honestly, Chris Jericho, I mean, even Hulk Hogan has called him a wrestling general in the ring.
1: You know, you don't have a better mind in the ring than Chris Jericho. Elite Collector 215. In Hollywood, he wasn't even that great in the ring. But man, Travis Goodwin13 responded, the fuck's wrong with you, dog? He was one of the best wrestlers of that time. Batista? Yeah. Elite Collector 215 was not having that. He replied, Really? One of the best? I must know who else is on your list. Travis Goodwin13 responded back. John Cena? Edge. Rey Mysterio. Triple H. Ren Yorton. John Cena. Undertaker. Shawn Michaels. Brock Lesnar. Big Show. Kurt Angle. Etc. A lot of newer guys on there. Maybe we can spend a little all time. There's like a lot of comments, so make sure you check out our Instagram. Asia Wrestling. Go to the- Hot, fresh image your boy at he created himself. It took hours for my work time, but don't tell my boss.
3: You know, he's not enjoying the conversation there. Not to deny uh, any of those people are great, but the greatest of all time. I mean, that's a pretty broad span of time. I mean, Batista, as great of a performer as he was, I don't necessarily put him he's as great of all time. You shut your mouth when you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> all time. I mean, come on. What are we talking about here? How long of a time are we talking? All time. All the times. So Pedro Morales over Batista or yeah or nay? It's close. I it's close. <laughs> you know d- don't don't hold back just because the man just died. You know, tell me your honest thoughts. Okay, then no, I, I don't know anything about Pedro Morales. I'm just,
1: <laughs> I don't want to show him
3: But you're just spitting out shit. You just looked up.
1: <laughs> Pretty much, oh, I'm calling you out in your shit, putty. Speaking of AW signings, <laughs> an AW mark 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 marks on the pregame show live on Instagram. We talked about Undertaker going to be the Las Vegas Starcast too. All your AW marks have been fantasizing about him going to AW. It's not happening. Talked about it in depth there, so I don't get too much into detail here. But yeah, I mean, I don't see it happening either. I think it's just
3: no. I, I just think it's him collecting some coin. I mean, what twenty five thousand dollars an hour? An hour and Starcast is a couple of hours,
1: right? So. And so
3: why not? I mean, Undertaker flew there on a jet, on his own jet, right? Allegedly, his own jet could be—is it his jet or was it was a their jet? Whatever it was, I, I mean, it, it was a personal jet that he flew there in, and twenty-five grand an hour. I mean, come on, whoever's going to pay
1: that? Yeah, I am going to be there too. One name was also available to AEW, Eve Marie. Eve Marie revealed what AEW? I haven't heard this. The WWE is talking to her about potential return with the company. I asked, do you guys want to see her back in a WWE ring? Mm-hmm. Once again, thank you to all of you who commented. Tom underscore dot underscore Ace. Hell fucking no. <laughs> no, fuck no, hell no, Crooked's Tail underscore CWO. Yes, yes, and yes. Why? But it's why? Lord underscore Pip. Top ten hottest female in WB for sure. Oh God, here we go. The underscore Auto dot underscore C. Yeah, no. Here's my thing about <laughs> about Eva Marie. So also, also pretty mixed in either no or porn. A lot of people want to see her in porn.
3: Of course they do. I mean. <laughs> You're talking about a lot of people that hang out in their basements. Um, oh, wow.
1: Don't, don't disrespect <laughs> my audience like that.
3: Listen, I'm, I'm I'm, Hollywood, baby. I call it as it is. Listen, Eva Marie, yes, she is a beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. She's got a great character going. She can easily get the heat. But as far as an in, in-ring competitor... She was getting better training with uh, Brian Kendrick. She was. I mean, I, But look at the competition today. You know, with these women, uh, they're phenomenal. I mean, these women have been training for a very long time. And I don't necessarily know if even Marie really wants this. You know, she loves the attention. Don't get me wrong. I mean, she's all over Instagram. She's doing a reality TV thing. You know, she signed with William Morris. Uh, doing, She's trying to do movies. Own fashion own Listen, smart woman. Uh, I think people don't give her enough credit as far as that goes. She's a businesswoman. She's saying the right things because she still has an audience with wrestling, but does she really
1: want it? Does she need it? I don't think so. Speaking to your point. Will she fit in? Do you have the rumor that they they might merge the women's division from both shows to make one women's division?
3: Um, yeah, I've heard the rumor. I don't necessarily know how I feel about it. I mean, i I could see, I could see why they would do it, especially with the tag team titles and everything. Uh, Trying to mix it up a little bit more. I but like, I don't like this. But the more they call up the women from NXT or from uh, NXT UK, you're going to have a, a much bigger roster there of talented women. Again, this only works if you have a mid-card title for the women. Please. Jeez. And who knows? Maybe they will. Maybe. Maybe they will. I mean, they're, they're certainly making bigger and better strides as they go along each and every single month.
1: You know, I mean, why not? They could, definitely could. We'll keep you updated. Finally, another news. Kevin Owens' return was teased on Raw. Did you hear about this? I did. The plan for when he returns is to have him work at Babyface and to push him as the anti-Mr. Perfect and present him as an everyday guy, you know, like the next door type, a complete athletic, quoting here, Claude. Actually, no, I did not hear about this. Which makes sense now with the whole bowling video package. Where
3: I didn't understand that. And also, you know, to touch on that point, I might be jumping the gun here with uh, cheers and heels, but I didn't understand uh, this past week the the selfie promos between Kevin Owens, myself um, and
1: Elise That's been going on for quite a while now. That randomly, they'll do the selfie videos. You know, they were doing that for the Mixed Match uh, Challenge. They did it for the Royal Rumble. They did it for the uh, Battle Royals, I think WrestleMania time. But they were, they were yeah. like kind of
3: like, like real promos right now for yeah. storyline purposes, not necessarily just like, you know, sound bites. Mm, true. I feel like it was just a different vibe. Now I was just like, "Oh, this feels weird." But Kevin Owens, as far
1: as that gimmick goes, at times, Mr. Perfect—that is that is genius and yet stupid at the same time. I mean, Mr. Perfect was awesome. So what's Kevin Owens going to do? Like throw a football and like not catch it? Like shoot basketballs and miss? I don't know, maybe have a beer and, and, what, and, and what, what does that lead to? What's what's the character going to be?
3: I don't. I don't necessarily think Kevin Owens needs a character change, or, or I don't know. I mean, listen. We we cannot get it all we want until we see it, though. I mean, Kevin Owens is a very talented man. Plus, he did a great job, one of the best heels. I don't know i he's going to do as a face here. That's a big challenge. Listen, you know, it's very easy to play a heel. You know, the, the biggest challenge for any wrestler. Tell us about it. <laughs> Listen, I'm a natural-born heel. I mean, as soon as my as uh, as soon as I was born, apparently, the doctor's like, hey, this is a heel. Um, came out backwards, huh? It Came out backwards, exactly. Thank you. Boom, boom. Here's the thing with Kevin Owens, though. I mean, with or with any competitor, really, the biggest challenge is: yes, he can be a great heel, but can you be a great face as well? If you can do both, then you're going to have a very good career in this business.
1: Like Batista, yeah. Batista, I'm not denying, but Batista had a very good career. So, if this is true, the Mister Perfect anti Mister Perfect, I'm looking forward to these vignettes coming up in the next couple of weeks. It's going to be funny. It should be Kevin Owens. I mean, he's again, he's a talented performer. So, spoken hot wife, it, does he? Oh, I'll show you off during the break. Okay. Speaking of breaks, let's get into one Cheers and Heels. You watch Raw Smackdown and NXT this week? Of course, did you? Hell yeah. Let's get right into it.
4: A shot of wrestling for here Cheers and Heels.
1: One second. One second. Three. Three. Happy birthday, buddy. Happy fucking birthday. Oh, thank you. Especially at 12 o'clock here on the East Coast. Thank you. Um, it's, I mean, Saturday morning. It's, it's
3: weird. My my back just went out. Is that a normal thing for what 33? 30s? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what happens. All downhill from there. I mean, I've been in my 30s for three years now. <laughs> yeah, but the first couple of years, you're still... You know, enjoying you still, I, I still think mentally I'm in my 20s Exactly But now reality's hitting you Yeah, my body's like Hey, guess what, buddy Reality check You're in your 30s yeah. <laughs> You don't believe me? <laughs> Crack, snap Yeah Crackle pop It's like Rice Krispies But it's your body
0: Yeah, exactly yeah, well, Pretty fine. much yeah. Right, yeah Right,
3: thank you I'll take that one And try it So many more Many, many more Thank you Hopefully not too many I, I want to die at 67 that's, that's my age I just want to that's, that's really weird why? Why? Is that your age
1: too? I don't think I'm going to make it to my sixties. I'm not long for this earth. Oh, so you think it's weird? You think I'm going too high? No, like sixty-seven. Like that's like most people like it's a nice round number. Sixty-five, maybe seventy. I see, like sixty-nine. That's not real. No one really dies like a round off here.
3: You know, sixty-seven. That's that's what I'm I'm, I'm guessing. Right? How right do you want right. to go fighting? I don't want to go in my sleep. I really don't. I, I'd I'd want to go out like you know how Shawn Michaels, you know, how he slapped the Undertaker. That was his last thing he did at WrestleMania before he got Tombstone. So you want to be murdered. I I, I wanna be uh Murdered. Yeah, I wanna go down with a fight. So murdered, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Am I fucked up? I mean, is that fucked up? Yeah, totally. Okay. Well Let's get some cheers and heels. Raw? Real quick. You'll be happy actually. I, I kept it to five. Oh preach. <laughs> yeah, five things for raw?
3: I kept it to five. You, you want me to keep it to five? I take notes. I I study journalism. I mean, what do you
1: want me to do? Very braggadocious today. How many shots have you had? Listen up. Go, go ahead. What do you have for Raw? What do I have for Raw? Okay. All right. Or quick, because Raw sucked. Okay. Yeah, all right. So I'll
3: go off what you said. Raw sucked. Um, these multi-tag matches that they've been doing lately. Okay. Too many. <laughs> Fucking every week I feel like there's another like multi-tag team match or whatever. Okay. Like, come on. I thought this was supposed to be the age where we switch it up, but it's the same old shit. Th- they're just preparing for the uh, limic chamber. Like that, things that was going on. Ah, well, fuck that. Another big thing. Uh, do you have this in your notes? What, what was your biggest heel of the night? He- my
1: biggest heel of the night was the ending. The ending was black.
3: Really, that's that's actually my biggest.
1: That's my biggest cheer. First of all, Triple H comes out. They do their thing, right? And then, Ronda Rousey comes out, and as she's coming out, you see Triple H holding his ear and speaking into his cuff like the secret service too yeah obviously they're short on time mm-hmm. vince comes out that two notes of his music hit and they cut him off because we're short on time right and then he just announces oh by the way you're suspended here's charlotte flair maybe maybe it would made more sense that there's some explanation had some time but it was just it was whack listen here's the thing i mean we knew this
3: was going to happen we knew charlotte was going to be in the main event yeah i didn't know it to be this way i actually like the fact it's going to be this way Makes a lot more sense. It does make a lot more sense. I want to see how Becky gets her way back in because of the suspension. Plus, she, she, she can't be this hot until WrestleMania. Give her some time. Well, keep her off a couple weeks. Build up the people end. are shitting on this so bad, but I, I think it's people brilliant. Yeah, that's what I. It's it, it, Charlotte's playing that heel role. I assume so well. the way
1: it was done. Maybe Rush. There's like no explanation to it.
3: But you know yeah. what? As far as going back, to this uh, we'll talk about SmackDown. But you know, I feel like they did a good job following that up then, and it's going to play into next yeah. week, and then. Who knows? I mean, this might be playing out to a Triple H, Vince McMahon thing. Who knows? Hmm. But uh, I'm surprised your your biggest heel of the night wasn't this. I mean, mine was... Uh, where was Jeff Jarrett? Oh, yeah. I don't think he's going to be around for a while. I mean, I, I, was that it? Is it game so. over? I mean... I think so.
1: Ah. Uh, I mean, I feel the same. Way, but I was prepared for it. I wasn't. No. I really wasn't prepared for it. I was expecting to see maybe... Uh, I was hoping for something at the Elimination Chamber, but yeah, I guess
3: not. Ah. Uh, Wasted opportunity. Exactly. I, that, that bummed me out huge. Well, maybe this means he'll get a chance at WrestleMania. Oh, please don't put him in the Battle Royal. He's going to be the Battle Royal. Oh, please he's don't. Be in the Battle
1: Royal. No. No. He's going to be the pre-show Battle Royal. Oh,
3: he's better than that. Why? Because he's great. But that's not great. <laughs> he's, like, he's great. He's great. Battle Royal ain't great. Um, did you have any cheer for
1: tonight? I yeah, got two cheers. What's was that? Ruby Riott versus Nikki Cross. Really? One, it was a different match. It was different to see Ruby Ray in a match without the ride Squad. Just, yeah, just, I, mean, I one, like that one on one holding her own, no interruptions, and like it felt like one of those fresh new matchups we were promised when the McMahon took over. Okay, it was different. It wasn't boring. It wasn't, I haven't seen this before. I didn't fast forward. I sat down and watched it. All right. Okay. Good notes. I have one more cheers for Raw. Go for it. My biggest cheers for the night. Chad Gable, Bobby Roode for of the revival. The, oh, my God, Watch. that match was great. A great match. Not only was it a great tag team match, it was probably one of the best matches overall in Raw in a long time. What I loved about this match,
3: not only did the, the, the Revival won the tag team championship belts, which they definitely deserved. Fantastic. Um, my biggest thing of the night, my biggest takeaway about that was the fact that that crowd was dead for the yeah. beginning of the match. They were getting no love. They were crowd was working hard, but that crowd was dead. They were working their ass off, but they didn't quit. They didn't let up. And that match, they won them over. You, you heard the, throughout awesome the match, match the progression of the crowd they are getting into. it. So, like, holy shit, wow, guys, this is a good match. Yeah. And then you, go, you start hearing this, this is awesome chant, and they, they were really getting into it. It was a fucking great match. You hardly hear that, especially on Raw shows, the, yeah. the winning the crowd over. Well, like was that. awesome on Raw. Oh, my God. It was, it was very well done. G- kudos to, uh, to all four guys in that ring. I
1: don't know anything about the revival. I'll talk about this multiple times on the show. But when they came on Raw, they had a great match. Then they cut a great promo. And they won me over. I became a mm-hmm. revival fan. But then the next week they were they lost, they squashed. Then we didn't see them for a couple weeks. I think one of them got injured, right? They broke yeah. the jaw. Yeah. Then they came back. They did the same thing, great match, great promo. You don't see them for a couple weeks. Great. I think someone got injured again though. Yeah. Yeah. So then they come back. It's the, same, it's the same formula. And Vince hates it when you get injured, though. So it was like every time they had some momentum, they they lost it. Right. So in cross defense here, it was probably just gonna be another quick Shitty match with a shitty finish. They weren't expecting much. That's probably they, not. That's and I, I
3: really don't feel like people are into the Bobby Roode Chad Gable team. But they, I mean, both of those guys are great wrestlers.
0: They Gable really is. are. No, they, they it's perform the great. I said I, just, I,
3: told you I hated it a couple weeks ago, but is it the gimmick I hate? Not. It's the Chad Gable. It's the gimmick, and I agree with that. that was a great match, man. It was. It was a very good match. Well done. Um, I did have one more cheer tonight. night. Uh, Paul Heyman Seth Rollins promo. Okay.
1: Yeah. No. Really. I feel like the same Paul Heyman promos now, it's just he just changes the person he's talking to. I, honestly, I think Paul Heyman's
3: promos are always spot on. They're great. It's it's a simple formula that uh, not many people can seem to grasp their minds behind of because it really is simple. It's a repetition. You you, you, you say the name of the event. You, you talk about your opponent. You put him over a little bit. You, you you talk about yourself and your client and what they do and how they're better. Yeah, and you, they, a great
1: athlete. He's you not know, compared to Brock Lesnar, blah, blah,
3: right. blah. It's just repetition, repetition, repetition. It's so easy. It's, a, it's an easy formula. But Paul Heyman just does it so well. It's great storytelling. You, you you buy into it. And Seth Rollins' promo was very good as well. I think that's that was the key, too, It was uh, was Seth Rollins going back and admitting, uh, going to Paul Heyman and saying, hey, you're right. I am going to get killed. This is a suicide mission. Yeah.
1: That's different. That was different.
3: And that was great. That was a great response. It was, it was well done. And it's making me more more invested into this match. How would you feel about uh, the Namoros thing? Uh, what? With him winning? Him coming down and saying,
1: Slay the Beast, the son of respect. Oh, that part. Apparently that was not supposed to happen. It was supposed to happen, but he was supposed to say a lot of other things before that. He was supposed to end with Slay the Beast. But mm. He was supposed to say a couple other things beforehand.
3: All it needed was Slay the Beast, if that's the case it fit perfectly. It fit perfectly with him. I don't know. It's interesting. I, I don't know what's happening with Dean Ambrose. There's some times where I feel like this whole thing's at work, and there are times where I'm thinking, no, it's not, that he really is leaving. I'll tell you what. I mean, either way, if he leaves or not, I mean, it's keeping me invested. It's keeping me interested to see what does Dean Ambrose do next.
1: Hey, can you let, can you let uh, EC3 talk, cut a promo, explain who he is and his character? For those of you who don't know. If you don't know who he is, he's just, a, he's just a, some jacked guy coming out. Let him explain himself, please. Give him some time.
3: I think they're going to lead up to that. I mean, it's kind of like when Chris Jericho came back that one time and didn't say a word yeah. for like three weeks or whatever yeah, it was. was different,
1: though. It was like a heel turnish thing.
3: It was, but you know what? I mean, we all know EC three can talk, and when he
1: not everybody does. Not oh,
3: you're right. Not everybody knows, but like when the people that don't know, when they hear him, they're going to be blown away.
1: Can we go inspect that now?
3: I was about to say,
1: let's do it. I'm going to cheers Charlotte Flair looking smoking hot <laughs> such a perf so hot in fact a good friend of the show erwin the voice Escobar, he he's a good friend of mine he, he texted me his commentary on smackdown okay he texted me this and i quote charlotte flair has never been this smoking hot oh my god she's setting off sensors in fukujima that's how radioactive hot she is also, Is she talking
3: about charlotte like her looks or her looks, the, yeah, the, the heat
1: that she's getting right now her looks also, am I detecting slight hints of an ass? Once that happens, we're past the point of no return. <laughs> That's actually a great line.
3: Great um, line. Good job, Erwin. Thank listen, I, I, I'm i choosing uh, Charlotte huge right now. I think this is her full official heel turn. I think...
1: Yeah, because yeah, she works better as a heel, right?
3: Yeah, I mean, she she was kind of teasing that for a bit, but I think it's completely gone over now, she, her heel turn. And she just owned that crowd. Loved it. She it She's great. just... She's just a spitting yeah. image of her father right there, just completely dominating that crowd and just. I I don't think anyone else could could do it better as far as getting that nuclear heat and handling the way she does. No, she's great. It, it's just fantastic to see, and, and, and kudos to her. She see that's something that I'm talking about. Great, um, great performers, as I was mentioning before, but in the ring, Charlotte is one of them. I mean, she can play the face really well, and she can play the heel so so well. It's not even funny. Agreed. But besides that, what else did you have?
1: Was this our first time hearing Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan actually talk during that promo? Oh, you know what? I um, I, I don't remember hearing them talk. Confession: I went to the bathroom during that, so <laughs> just, their voices don't match their look. It was weird. I, mean, I don't remember hearing them talk before.
3: No, I got, I got to play that back. I got to hear. Yeah, it was
1: weird. I feel like I hear them shriek in the ring hey, a lot. You hear them shriek, hear them yell in the ring, but not like casual conversation.
0: Mm. Huh. Weird.
1: Interesting. All right. All
3: right, you sold me. I'm going to give that a listen. Cheers, Kofi Kingston. That's a big one, man. That passion he showed, like getting in AJ Styles' face when AJ told him lay down. Oh my God! For lasting as long as he did, I mean, it, listen, he won a lot of people over not not just for fans, but apparently people in the back as well. Big time, yep. I, this is bi- Kofi just took that moment and just ran with it. You know what? Like honestly, give him a quick title run. Even if he's not supposed to go into the uh to wrestlemania as a champ give him something until Fastlane. and i he he's so hot he's so good he's been in the, he's been what eleven years he said he said eleven it. years he yeah. said he said in the ring yeah eleven years the man deserves it at, le- at least a one on one shot at the very least
1: maybe give him a sh- like a short title run like during the off season maybe yeah like during I the, mean, lo- the the low points of the year. Like I, I, I know by that point though his momentum
3: might run out though. No I, mean, way. You, 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 I think he still got it. Uh, I don't know. I, I oh, will Kobe say, uh, speaking about that though, speaking about that gauntlet match, uh, I do have a heel about that actually. Okay. My whole thing is, you know, Kofi was, you know, on fire. He, he pinned Daniel Bryan. Didn't mm-hmm. think that was going to happen. You know, uh, he he pinned Jeff Hardy. That could have gone either way. Him pinning Samoa Joe for sure. Did not think that was going to happen. That's great, yeah. But then you get to AJ Styles. Okay, here we go. Right? Which is, you know, completely believable, like, you know, A. J. Styles would be Kofi Kingston. But you know, if you're going on for this long, if you really want to get the heat for Randy Orton, you know, like have Kofi, you know, with the surprise victory again with A. J. Styles and everyone's like, Holy shit, could Kofi win this whole fucking thing right now? And RKO out of nowhere by Randy Orton, Kofi, boom, one, two, three. How much more heat would Randy get for that? Totally agree. You know, I, I feel like that was a
1: missed opportunity right there. Totally agree. Once again, Erwin and I was talking about it, and uh, he was pissed off how they sh- kind of screwed Kofi Kingston. They feel like why, why would he have to tap out to AJ Styles?
3: No, I'm not honestly. I'm not pissed off about it. I I, I I get it. You know, Kofi was in there for about what was he for uh, over an hour officially? Over an hour. Over an hour it was over an hour, right? And uh, he, he banged up his knee in the match. Blah blah blah. AJ Styles. Uh, people have tapped out to the calf um, calf crusher. Hey, yeah, calf crusher, calf crusher before. Too many shots of wrestling. Too many shots, right. I, I completely bought it. I
1: just I just felt like it was a missed opportunity there. But if you want to protect AJ Styles, if you don't want him to lose, you know, have like a count-out victory or something. Like have him go out and have Kofi rolling at 9 or something like that. Or do it,
3: just, even, just even like a, um, a surprise pin. You know, it just, just something yeah. like
1: that. It, it could have been very easy. But then you find out this was the exact match, the exact story we were going to watch with Mustafa Ali. Yeah. Mustafa Ali wasn't going to go to the final two. They're going to give him that push. Just change a little bit for Kofi. Like I said, just have Kofi win. Surprise, he won. Like RKO out of nowhere. I I think, honestly, Kofi just took everyone by surprise, though. That's great.
3: He's he's won so many people over, and good for him. He deserves it. So
1: Kofi lasted over an hour Mm -hmm. in the Gatlin match. So knowing the WWE, like we do... I'm assuming he's going to lead the first man out of the Elimination Chamber. I hope not, man. I, I really hope <laughs> not. They'd love to play that store. This guy lasted oh. an hour in the chamber, and now he's here. He's lasted an hour in the Gauntlet match, and now he's here starting the Elimination Chamber. That, was, that, that would just be it. such a kick to the Nats. I can see him doing that shit.
0: Mm.
3: Yeah, I could too. That's disappointing. Yeah. I don't know, because, you know, what, apparently, like if, I mean, if what they're saying is true, I mean, apparently he did turn heads the people backstage. I don't know. You know, may, maybe they can rewrite stuff. I mean, I don't think anything really is concrete yet for WrestleMania. No, nothing. I mean, even even the Charlotte Becky and Ronda Rousey things it's changed so many times. Daniel Bryan's not losing. He's do we come, know that?
1: He, yeah. They, do, they, they, do we they know that? A whole new belt. They're gonna make the whole new belt for like a couple of weeks. They're gonna. He's gonna be a couple they, months. They've done that before. Not like that. They've done it before.
3: I'm double with SmackDown. You done? I have one more. The Miz. <laughs> okay. is comedic gold. I, I really loved the fact that when he was just whispering the answers oh, okay. to Shane McMahon, I thought that was great. And that was it, really. I mean, the, the Usos bringing their uh, bring the fire again. Vintage Usos. The vintage Usos was was awesome. But I I really love how Miz and Shane play off each other. It, yeah, I love it. It's it, it's great, and I can't wait to see what happens next. Looking forward to it.
1: But that's it. That's all I have for SmackDown. NXT. Boom. Let's go. I'm okay, gonna cheers uh, Dominic, Djokovic. Dijokovic? Dijokovic. Dijokovic. Djokovic, Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'm
3: cheersing him too, man. Very impressive. He's got a great look to him. You got to do something with that name. You
1: got to do something with that name. I, 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 yeah, it's, it's a, it's a I mean, fucking crazy name. WB but, hates last names, and yet this guy has this one? <laughs> Djokovic. Yeah. I'm sure we'll be see Dominic soon. But his athleticism. Holy shit. That was great. Loved it. Very he, impressive. Doing
3: that flip from the turnbuckle and the, 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 what's that, that goes over the top rope
1: with a spinning elbow. I don't even know what the fuck you call that. Well, a Willie Mack won me over in which underground and now Impact. He's a big guy who should not move like that. He's Right. Like, he, he's a big, huge heavyweight who runs around like a cruiserweight. Same thing with this, Dominic Djokovic. He needs a new name. He really needs to something with a name. He's flying around like a cruiserweight. It was very impressive. Oh,
3: Very, very impressive. And like I said, very solid look. He, he looks yeah. like the real deal. He kind of... Oh, that's
1: yeah, a catchphrase. What's that? I forgot what the name everyone Everyone's checking his catchphrase around. Okay, he's got a catchphrase. Apparently, he is somebody. So... Yeah.
3: I mean, I'm, I'm still new to NXT. I'm still yeah. learning. So, I, I don't necessarily know how long he's been there. But... We'll see. Yeah. No, good stuff. I, I
1: dig it. What else he got? We're going to heal the War Raiders. Totally destroying the tag team division in only a matter minute, of Two minutes? <laughs> like, now, why do I care about these teams when they just got bitched out by the champions? Like, these guys don't have a chance anymore. There's like... Six men and two guys beat all of them up. It it's kind of, of reminds me of the Bludgeon Brothers. Uh, reminds me of the Bludgeon Brothers. Reminds me of Braun Strowman. This, these guys burying their division. And, you know what? Yeah. Okay, so we're talking about the tag team. Here's Sean Michaels with his ugly pants. Oh, I love it. With
3: those <laughs> shitty tights. Wear those shitty tights, Sean, and wear the fucking belt. That shitty haircut. All right, with the shitty haircut. The worst look he's ever had in his life, but God damn it, he's still great. Mm-hmm. All right, so... Uh, yeah, that was off topic. So I am definitely gonna. I'm, I have a heel for that match for the tag team match that we're talking about. Not even a match; it was just melee. Well, they they had that match beforehand. There was a lot of unnecessary hot shotting, I feel like. Yeah, I, it just tell a story. Listen, yeah. you, we get it. You can wrestle. You're athletic. I get it. I think that's the problem a lot uh, with some of these matches in NXT and a lot of the times in the, in the indie promotions. You just see people just showing off their athletic skills. And not necessarily having a character or telling a story or doing a move with a purpose, like that. In the end of the day, is what's going to win a crowd over. That's what's going to make you memorable. You know, yep. you, you can do uh, all these flips all you want, and it's going to get you a, a brief reaction. But then people are going to get old. Uh, people are going to get tired of that real fast. If that's something that that's all you have to offer. Look at Apollo Cruz. You know, okay. Apollo Cruz. You know, he's a gr- guy with a great look, great athletic ability. But, you know, he never really had a character. We got to a point, we got to the main roster, no one gave a fuck. Now, slowly starting to catch on again, slowly, but after how long? It's true. Who knows? But, yeah, that was, that was my biggest heel of the night, actually, as far as that goes. Um, I'm cheersing the fuck out of uh, Cole and Ricochet that match.
1: Great match. Yeah. Great, match. Great chemistry. Great story told.
3: Yeah. And Ricochet's selling the fuck out of that knee. Oh, man. I loved it. Great. Even like even the fact that he just he did that springboard off the top row with the one, one leg. with the one that, leg. That's what made me like holy shit. Oh, it's like holy shit. He's selling the fuck out of it and and he's showing us left athletic ability. That's I mean one that, leg. I've never seen that before. That's 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 how you do it. You tell a story and you show off your athletic ability like Ricochet. There, good job. It was
1: great. Mm-hmm. Is Aaliyah Carmella knockoff? Hmm,
3: that's a good point. I never thought about. First that. thing I thought
1: of. Was really? Is that Carmella? Huh. And he, the announcer, is not explaining who bo- this born chick was and why she came down and what their rivalry or storyline is. Like, wh- why was she there? Why, why do I care? They I said, mean, should have said something. I, I I, I'm, I, I assume
3: all this stuff because I'm new. I don't know. That's all I got for in NXT.
1: Are you liking NXT? I feel like you're not. I'm not hating it. Okay, I'm still trying to find my way of like Impact and Underground won me over pretty right away. But it, it, I feel like NXT hasn't won you over right not yet. yet. I mean, it's cool, but I'm just still trying to find it's so many. Because also, it's not the same people week in and week out. It's mm. different people. It is. It is different people. Mm-hmm. So like, it's hard for me to catch, latch on to somebody yeah. without like, okay. Cause
3: Who's your guy so far? I don't have one. No. Huh? No. Don't, don't have yeah,
1: one. I feel like I don't have one really either. I don't have a guy. I don't have a girl. don't have anybody yet. It's just, uh, okay, I'm still waiting. I, I'm, I, am, I am digging Champa. Yeah, about what? We saw him like once. Yeah, once, no, true. We only watched like three weeks, four weeks.
3: There's something, there's something intriguing about him, and he he definitely can bring it in the ring, but yeah, I really,
1: I think that's the closest thing I can say. Like, oh yeah, yeah, he's cool. I mean, I want to talk about this like, last week or two weeks ago, but there's the lost art of factions. So I'm, I'm intrigued by the undisputed era.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah, I, I like faction.
1: that. I mean, there are no deadly Saiyan squad, but they're good. It's true.
3: Nobody is. Goddamn right, there. No one, no one is. You goddamn right. right. Goddamn right. No one's going to be on our
1: level. You okay. like the next thing? I. Uh, I get why people are into it. Okay. Do you still want to watch NXT or do you want to go over 205 Live? No. I, I feel like I really don't have interest in 205 Live. So you want to go with NXT UK? I don't know. Yeah, neither
3: do I. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, listen, it, it's not a knock on any of those people. There's only so much time I have, honestly, in a in fucking week. Yeah. I, that's really my thing. So much wrestling. I, I, just, I don't want to knock any of the competitors. I'm sure they're doing a great job. I, I, I follow up. I read about them. But I only have so much time. Give me both.
1: (laughs) All right. This is the point of the show. We're getting to the ratings. We're not doing ratings anymore. It's the same shit. We're getting tired of the ratings. Thank God. Ratings don't matter anymore anyway. But you guys do. (laughs) Let's check our social medias out and hear what you guys are talking about. Posted a picture of Becky Lynch. Someone had her face tattooed on their arm. Really? Huh. So we asked. That's a hardcore fan right there. Would you tattoo
3: the man on yourself? No. No, I'm know. I i I'm not a tattoo guy personally, so I wouldn't get any tattoo. The Russell Daly said absolutely not, but it did come out super clean. It, <laughs> it did look pretty clean. Look now, listen, I could appreciate good tattoo art. I just wouldn't get one for myself. 99 Gabe underscore. This is getting out of hand now. What?
1: I guess the Becky Lynch man hype. Oh, he, that's what he said. It's getting out of hand. And Mick underscore Vicious 22. Hell yeah. Okay. I'm not a tattoo guy myself. I would not get a tattoo
3: of that. No. If you had to get a tattoo, what would you get and where? Uh, either an
1: Omega or the Batman logo. Oh, Batman logo. That's pretty badass. Because I can't get the Dolphins logo. I can't get the WWE logos. They, like, they change every era. Right. Every generation, they change to a new logo. Look, like Miami Dolphins logo is made the same. It's been no, pretty constant. It. No, it's been constantly changing. What? It's constantly changing. No. It's, oh, yeah, look it up. Where would you get it? Maybe my back shoulder. Your back shoulder? Yeah. I mean, if I had guns on my arm, but I don't know <laughs> Welcome to the gun show. You just get the
3: barbed wire uh, across your bicep. Typical, right? Like uh, Goldberg or every guy in the 90s. Or would you do the Batista tattoo like around your belly button? (laughs) No way. That's a bold tattoo. Very
1: bold. But he he could pull it off. (laughs) can he? I've never seen any other guy do that. Uh, Booker T was in the news. He's suing Activision for plagiarism after thinking one of the characters in their Call of Duty Black Ops 4 bears a striking resemblance to G.I. Bro. I mean, I just saw it. I mean, he has a he has a pretty good case there. I asked you guys, did he have a case? Sebastian Bonatart, he's going to lose just like Britney Spears and every celebrity that had sued the video game industry. Who did Britney Spears sue? Yeah, Wait, what? Patrick Hughes underscore two responded saying, difference is it looks just like him, which kind of does. It, it really does. Different. But yeah, it looks, it looks pretty much like him. I think it's an open and shut case here.
3: That'll probably settle out of court. They always do.
1: Always do, right? You know, because lawsuits get dragged out like that. I mean, it just looks bad for both brands. Keep the conversation going on our social medias. A shout-out wrestling on Instagram, Facebook. Shout-out wrestling no A on Twitter. Of course, our YouTube. Check out our videos there. Let's give them some go-home thoughts. The day after your birthday is Elimination Chamber. Damn right. Braun Strowman will go against Baron Corbin in a no-DQ match. Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush versus Finn Balor in a handicap match for the IC title. Ronda Rousey versus Ruby Wright for the Raw Women's Championship. The Miz and Shane McMahon versus the Usos for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. The Women's Elimination Chamber match for the inaugural Tag Team Championships and the Men's Elimination Chamber. What are your thoughts? Who are you picking to win here? Which match? Big one. Um, I'm picking
3: Bailey and Sasha Banks. I think so too, right? Yeah. yeah I think it's, the writing is on the wall but you know what? If it's, if it's that obvious it's making me think maybe they don't. Who do you think's going to win? Uh, Dana Bryan, right? Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Yeah ronda Rousey.
1: ronda Rousey has to win. What about Finn Balor by Lash? That's a, that's an interesting one. Because if Leah Rush loses, Finn Balor wins. Right. Well, maybe Finn Balor gets the belt. I don't care about Braun and Baron Corbin. Yeah, uh, I don't know why we're getting this match again. I no one cares. The Miz and man I'm assuming gonna, I assume are gonna win here. And something's gonna happen to Fastlane.
3: I think it's especially after what happened with the Usos, uh yeah, Miz Miz and Shane win. Yeah, it should be a good card. See what happens. Yeah, it shouldn't be bad. I mean, hell, I mean, I've never seen a bad Elimination Chamber match.
1: Have you? Yeah. Really? Which one? ECW is December to remember for the ECW World Heavyweight Championship. It's going down as one of the worst Elimination Chamber matches of all time. I don't remember it. Nobody does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, next week we're going to watch that one. Or I, next next show you're going to watch that one. Yeah, because I am off next week. It's my <laughs> birthday weekend. We're going to party it up, celebrate it. In honor of Ric Flair, so my 36th birthday.
3: I'm going to celebrate his 70th. You know what? You know what you should do since you're going to leave the fans high and dry for a show next week? You should Instagram Live your birthday.
1: Yeah, maybe. Why don't you host the show by yourself? Oh, you're putting it on me, huh? Or maybe a green man to show up, huh? A green man. Let's go, buddy. Show up the Yankees.
3: Come up the Yankees. What, are you scared, bro? You scared? I don't think I can hang here. I don't think I can hang here. Listen, what? He can't handle my dog? <laughs> hmm, probably
1: not. Probably not, right? Yeah. I think the dog can handle, handle him. My dog's a mush. Who's this green guy? Why's he green? He should probably I, lick the green off can I eat him? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Anything coming up for the Saints squad? Looking forward to anniversary, correct? Yeah.
3: Can't wait for anniversary. Like I said, we're going to finally, finally put an end to LAW once and for all. Uh, we're going to do that on our home turf this time. And... Listen, what else do we have going on? I mean, hell, we we have BWF. And we're going to completely dominate these Bronx Warriors, that whole fucking crew once and for all as well. And you know what? Maybe we'll win some gold in the meantime. You know, like I said, every single promotion we go into, we just want to dominate, we want to take over, we want to win the straps, and then move on to the next and do the same exact thing to every single promotion that we step foot in. Because we're that damn good. The Deadly Saiyan Squad... We're promoting change, change through violence, and we're doing that one promotion at a time.
1: Love it. Anybody can do it. The Daily Sane Squad. It'd
3: be our voice, my man. Spread the wealth.
1: This is your platform. You, know? you, guys, you guys come on anytime you want to talk about it. The door's always open here.
3: God damn right, man.
1: Mi casa, Daily Sane Squad, casa. <laughs> well, like right now, you're in my casa. Touche. But now we're just rambling on because we're drunk and it's your birthday. So let's wrap things up. Yourfavoriteactor.com. And all you want about Mark Schwann. A Shadow Wrestling on YouTube, a Shadow Wrestling on Instagram, Facebook, Shadow Wrestling No A on Twitter. Conversation always going on. Conversation never stops. We'll so get involved in the conversation. We'll read your comments. Next show, episode 155. So for the green man, for America's favorite agent, AJ Pan. And Mark Schwan, I've been your host at Mark J putty. Until next time. Buddy up. Ladies and gentlemen, at this time I need to
4: announce its last, last call, at call at the, the bar. bar. Oh, All right, everybody, we have made it to the end of the episode, and we're still here with America's favorite agent, AJ Pan. Now, AJ, it's rapid fire questions. The first thing that comes out of your mind is the first thing you should answer. Are you ready?
2: Uh, You know, I guess I have to be. I'm afraid I might be blackballed after this.
4: (laughs) (laughs) And away we go. What is your favorite adult beverage?
2: I'd have to go with Johnny Walker Black and Coke.
4: Who is your favorite wrestler of all time? Kurt Angle. What is the best feature on a woman?
2: Ooh, I'm going to go with the eyes. I can't believe I'm going with that,
4: but that's okay. Interesting. <laughs> all right. How old were you when you went to your first wrestling event?
2: I was 13.
4: Who is your celebrity crush?
2: Right now, I would have to say uh, Beth Beers from uh family of Two Broke Girls, and now she's on The Neighborhood.
4: Mm, yes, yes, yes. I love her. Mm-hmm. What is your spirit animal? Uh, I love dogs. What is the best WrestleMania ever?
2: I'm going to go with my first one, which is WrestleMania 6. Okay. With Hogan and the Warrior,
4: yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are your top three favorite female wrestlers of all time? Wow.
2: Uh, Chris Stratus, Lita, and I'm going to go with uh, Diana Perrazzo.
4: Ooh, all right. Well, if you listened to the show before, the final question is, do marry Kill your top three favorite female wrestlers?
2: <laughs> wow. Um. Let's see. I would marry Deanna Perrazzo because she is a sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Uh. Kill, I don't know why i want to say lita but she just looks like i don't know she's kind of feisty (laughs) (laughs) and i guess i would just do trish
4: (laughs) not my choices but it's okay either way aj thank you for joining us on a shot of wrestling i'm sure we'll be seeing a lot more of you and um anytime you want to come over for some more shots you're more than welcome
2: definitely it was a pleasure being on i'm finally glad i made it on and yes we definitely i'm always down for shots
1: (laughs)